knows that people are awesome? Does anybody, everybody, any realise that people are awesome? I used to follow this YouTube account, which is called People Are Awesome, and uh, I don't, I don't know if you spend much time on YouTube, but you'll quite quickly find fail videos. Fail videos are really funny. It's usually people doing dumb things and hurting themselves, and you get to laugh at them. But what ended up happening is one of those fail video creators decided we're not going to focus on people just hurting themselves anymore. We're going to show you how awesome people are. And it's kind of people winning. So they do amazing things. And and you get to watch and you go, how is that possible? But I want to say this morning that I think people are awesome. Is there anyone in the room that gets energy from being with other people? Can I see a show of hands? There's a few of us. That's nice. So we would call that that you are the extroverts in the room, right? You get your energy from being with other people. I'm definitely energised by being with people. In fact, when we are on holidays, I live with somebody who may not find as much energy in hanging out with people and she'd rather just stay at home. And I, rem- I always know by about day two, I like the little rest for a couple of days, but day two, I'm just itching to hang with more people. I just want to hang with more people. In fact, I have a daughter, you may have met her, uh, and she is very similar. In fact, in reception, teachers were teaching about personal space, which is an important lesson for us all, right? Uh, Some of us like a lot of personal space, and they were talking about your personal space bubbles, yeah, not to, not to get in anybody else's personal space bubbles. And Evie had obviously been thinking about it all day and she came home to tell us, hey, mum and dad, have you heard of personal space bubbles? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we've heard. She said, um, I think my bubble is inside of me, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense. Um, but also, can I tell you, people are annoying, aren't they? <laughs> People sometimes suck, right? Sometimes they frustrate us. Sometimes they irritate us. Sometimes people, worst case, they they hurt us sometimes, right? Does anybody feel drained when they spend time with people? Anyone? Hands up. Give me a, give me a hand. So these are our these are our introverts in the room. You, you kind of get your energy or replenish your energy by being by yourself. I know as much as people are awesome, people are also a source of frustration. Either way though, I think this, people make life better, don't they? And people make life more complex too. We're all different. Who knows that that's a good thing? Imagine if we were all the same. How boring would our world be? But it also means that we can sometimes find it hard to get along with others sometimes. And I know you you won't believe this, but maybe even sometimes we struggle to get along with people in our own church family. I know it's hard to believe, but sometimes that can be hard. Now, As much as it's hard for us sometimes to to just get along, uh, Jesus has raised the bar a little bit. And this morning we're going to have to pay some attention to what 
Jesus says to us. John 13, 35, Nate's got the verse for us. So now, and this is Jesus talking to his disciples, he's teaching. So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. I don't know about you, but I read that and I'm challenged already. My love for, for you and for others around me shows who I belong to. Um, I've heard over the years, people kind of talk on this verse and say, you know, Jesus says to love one another. That doesn't mean that we have to get along and it doesn't mean we have to like the other person. We just, we just have to love them. I, I think, can I tell you this morning, I think that is an absolute cop-out. I don't think that's what Jesus is saying. I don't think Jesus is saying, you can say that you love them, but you can't put up with them. You can't stand them. You can't get along with them. This year, we've talked about it already, we are growing, aren't we? This year, we are going to grow. We are going to grow as followers of Jesus. We are going to grow as apprentices of Jesus. We are going to grow as people this year. We're going to grow as spouses or or partners, parents. We're going to grow as siblings. We're going to grow as sons and daughters. We're going to grow as neighbours this year. Is anyone with me? Anyone believing that? And no matter who we are, whether we're extrovert, whether we're introvert, or how much we already love people, I believe that we need to keep growing in our love for others. It's a super simple message today. It's simple, but but it's actually hard. We need to grow in our love. Paul writes um, a couple of very similar prayers in in two of his letters that we're going to just quickly look at um, that again encourage us to grow in our love. Our love. Philippians 1.9, Paul uh, writes this prayer to the Philippian church. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. Paul makes it pretty clear that we're, we're to grow. He wants us to grow more and more in our love. 1 Thessalonians 3.12, to, to the church at Thessalonica, he, he prays this prayer. And may the Lord make your love for one another and for all people grow and overflow, just as our love for you overflows. Did you catch Paul there? He's saying we need to grow in love for one another. Jesus kind of talks, he says, your love for one another will show the world whose disciples you are. And Jesus is actually talking to his disciples and he's saying our love for each other in a church community should show the world who we belong to, that you are my followers. Well, Paul says, yes, your love for one another should grow. But did you catch the second bit of that prayer? It doesn't just say your love for one another in in believers in the church. He says, but for all, but for all people, may it grow and overflow. Now, I'm sure most of us would agree with me. 
That's a nice idea, right? Are you, are you with me this morning? We're here. Nice idea. Maybe, and maybe for you this morning, that's all you need. was just another little reminder. Yep, I'm going to keep on loving. I'm going to keep on growing in my love. But for, I'm guessing, most of us, we're like, I want to love like that, but, but how do I? How do I when people frustrate me so much? How do I love more when that person just, they just grate me, they just annoy me? We're going to look this morning at our key verse, which is from Ephesians. Again, Paul's writing. We're going to look at Ephesians 3, 14 to 21. When I think of all this, and Paul's just kind of been writing about how we can boldly come to the Father. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from His glorious, unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high and deep His love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to Him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray and then have a look at this together. God, You are good. God, uh, we worship You. We give You praise and honour this morning. We thank you so much for your love. We thank you that you have set an example of what love is. We ask Holy Spirit this morning that you stir us, that you might convict us a little bit, but but that you might help us as we move forward, as we grow. Stretch us so that we may show the world your love. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, so Jesus gives us this commandment, love one another. Paul then prays for the church that we would grow in our love. But actually in this letter to the Ephesians, I believe Paul gives us some clues as to how we can grow in our love. Who knows that I need some clues as to how to grow in my love, yeah? yeah. Uh, this morning, church, I believe the key thing that we need to know to grow in our love is that we need a revelation, a new revelation maybe of God's love for us. God's unconditional, extravagant love for each of us. I had the privilege of speaking on Friday night at Rev Youth. Uh, and I'm going to tell you guys some of the same things I told them on Friday night. Uh, because we need to know it. And when I say know it, I don't mean in our heads. Who knows there's a knowledge that goes past our heads? Where, it, where we 
where we know it in our being. Yeah, that's the kind of knowing that I want us to have this morning. This is what I told our young people on Friday night, and I'll tell you. God loves you. God loves you. And there is nothing that you can do that is going to change that. Is that good news for us this morning? Are you glad that you came this morning just to hear that again? I am. You can't earn it. And there's nothing that you can do, no mistakes that you have made that can change that. Doesn't matter how many times we've stuffed up, you are not loved less. Doesn't matter how much we've strived for God's love, God's not going to love you any more than He does now. You are a son or daughter of God. Amen? God loves you so much. That he is actually, he's, he was willing to make a great sacrifice for you. He moved heaven and earth so that you could be reconciled to him. Do we know that this morning? Maybe we've heard it before. Maybe it's actually, we've heard it almost too much that it's become a bit of white noise. But do you know it? It's easy to forget. I am deeply loved by God. Now, what I did with young people on Friday night is that I made them say it, and I'm going to make you say it too. And I'm not going to make you say, God loves you. I'll say that to you. But who knows there's something powerful when we say, God loves me? God loves me. So after three, you're going to say, God loves me. All right, not me, you. Were you with me? Okay, one, two, three. All right. The countdown didn't work, did it? God loves me. You say it. God loves me. Paul says in the verse that we just read, he says, we need to grow our roots down deep into God's love. Deep into God's love. Sometimes, uh, and I know that I've done this, and so I'm assuming that it's not just me. Sometimes, who knows that we shy away from God's love? Sometimes we're worried maybe we're not good enough for God's love at this point in time. Or that we've done something to not deserve God's love at this point. Can I tell you it's rubbish? They are the lies of the enemy that we talk about. An enemy who wants to steal, kill and destroy, they're those lies. Can I tell you what the truth is? No matter where you're at at the moment, this morning, no matter where your headspace is, no matter what you've got up to this week, can I tell you God loves you. He calls you His son and His daughter. He has moved heaven and earth. He has sacrificed to be reconciled back to you. I have a couple of um, big gum trees in my, in my front yard. Yeah, in my front yard, I have a couple of big gum trees. Now, where I live is pretty dry uh, and they're really big and they need water and they need nutrients, right? And, and my front soil, in fact, my whole neighbourhood is pretty brown, right? It's Parafield Gardens, if you've ever driven through. Uh, 
And these gum trees, can I tell you, have found the jackpot. These gum trees have found the jackpot. At some point, they have made their way into our sewer pipes. And can I tell you, these gum trees are relentless. We have had roots cleared yearly for 10 years now. In fact, our, uh, it got into our stormwater as well and we had to have the whole pipe removed from our front yard. And I was wondering why the gutters were overflowing because I was like, they're clear, but actually it was the stormwater and the, the gum trees' roots had got in. And when they pulled it out, it was probably about five metres of just pure tree roots. Those gum trees were relentless. They were growing deep in the goodness of those pipes, right? Church, can we be like the gum trees today? Honestly, God's love is so good. Let's grow our roots down deep into that love. Let's not shy away from it. Let's be like those gum trees, almost invasive, right? Let's grow our roots down deep into that love. Let's press in on how wide and how long and how high and how deep His love is. Let that love then fuel and grow how we are able to then love others. We grow in our love. Let me tell you, we grow in our love because we have been shown what love is and we have been shown how to love by a God who loves us so much. By the example that Jesus showed us too. We just reminded ourselves of God's love for us, right? Yeah? Remember, yes, we reminded ourselves. Remember when you repeated after me? Yeah? We haven't forgotten that yet. Uh, that love that we are rediscovering maybe again that God has for us, this is really important. Is that God has that same love for the person sitting next to us. That God has that same love for that person at work who just drives you nuts. Who knows that that changes how we should see the person next to us. Now you may say, Nath, I know what you're saying. Well, I understand what you're saying, but but I really, really struggle to love people. There's some really good news in that verse. And it's actually a verse that we've probably heard lots of times. It's been probably quoted numerous times in our lives. It might even be a, a magnet on your fridge. And I believe it's good news for us. Even those of us who struggle with people, those of us who think that we've reached our capacity to love or that we've been maybe hurt so badly in the past that we believe it would be impossible to love others more. Did we hear that verse that Paul said? God is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we could ask or imagine. We've heard that verse before, haven't we? And it may not necessarily be out of context, but in this context, Paul is talking about God's love for us, that we might then show 
to others. God, through us, can accomplish more than we could think or imagine. You struggle to love. You think it might be impossible to love others more. This morning, I want you to know, He can do it in you. He can do it through you. I want you to know God's love for you. I want us to grow in our love for each other. I want us to grow in our love for all people. Maybe this morning you need to ask God for the miraculous. To start a growth in you of love for others. We're going to spend some time in prayer for that. I believe that's something that the Holy Spirit can do in us today as we meet together. But before we finish, we, we saw it in the video, Love in Action. Who knows that love actually requires action? It's not actually love if there's no action, right? Um, <laughs> it's not just an internal thought or a feeling. We have to start living love out. The good thing about growing, like I've already said, is that we aren't striving for perfection every day. We are just going to work towards progress every day. For some of us, it might be we have to start with five seconds. I remember someone preached it. Was it Megan who preached this? Five seconds. It might just be that tomorrow we go, there's going to be five seconds where I am going to try and extravagantly love someone. It might be on Tuesday that you up that to 10 seconds. Who knows, by the end of the year, you might get to two minutes. Progress, growing in our love for others. Are you committed to it this morning? There's a great, I love when we get, get to be together as a church. And we hear some things and, you know, might spark some thoughts. Holy Spirit might be at work in us. But I love that we get to make a bit of a stand when we're together. We get to commit to something together. Are you committed to growing in love? We're about to share a meal together. People are prepping it outside, which is great. Um, who knows that I reckon that we can start growing in our love over lunch. Can't we? This isn't a like, I'll do it in a bit. This is a, can we, can we start growing in our love for each other over lunch? Is there someone that I can encourage? Is there someone I can lift up? Is there someone I can show care and concern for? Is there someone that I just need to get to know a little bit better over lunch together? Are you committed? Are you ready to take maybe those first baby steps of growth in our love? If you want to grow in love this morning, I'm going to invite you to just take a receiving posture. We have a God who is good, who wants to give us good gifts. I've already talked about His love for us. 
Are we willing to put our roots down deep into His love this morning? I'm going to invite you to maybe what that might look like is you you might want to put out your hands. We're just going to pray together. that You might receive and know God's love again. But also that you might take some of these steps towards loving others. If you want to grow in love, maybe posture yourself right now. Let's pray. Hey God, we need a new revelation of Your love for us. It's it's actually an overwhelming love, extravagant. We might know how wide, how long, how deep Your love is for us. Holy Spirit, come and reveal to us again Your love for us. I thank You, God, that You call us Your sons and daughters. This morning, we ask that You might grow our love for one another. Holy Spirit, we want to grow our roots deep into Your love. May it be the source of our love during the week. Prompt us, lead us, Holy Spirit. Guide us even in these, in this next little bit as we share lunch together. Prompt us, Holy Spirit. May we grow in our love for one another. I'm just going to pray Paul's prayer for the church over us this morning. Rev Church, may the Lord make your love for one another and for all people grow and overflow. In the name of Jesus, amen. Just going to sit for just a couple of minutes. I just want you to think about the Father's love for you just for a couple of minutes. author, a guy called Bob Goff. And he wrote this book called 
Everybody Always. I don't know if you've, you've read it. It's a good read. And this whole book is focused on our love for others. Everybody Always. Here's this great illustration that I, I want to kind of leave with us as we, as we go on to other things today. He talks about our love, wants our love to be rivers, not reservoirs. And you're like, okay, lo- rivers, not reservoirs. That we will generously pass on love rather than try and just store it up for ourselves. Who knows that fear makes us store it up for ourselves? But he talks about what if we were rivers? Paul's prayer, overflow. That as we go this week, my prayer is that you would be rivers of God's love. Yes, it's good. We have the good news. Who knows that uh, rivers, we still get that nourishment from the river, yeah? But we pass it on as well. Will you be a river this week? not a reservoir. Pray that over you. May you have a blessed week.